chapter 19 in the book of Revelation. Now we've gotten to the really good part. This chapter is about the marriage supper of the Lamb and the second coming of Jesus Christ to rule and reign on the earth. We are the bride. He is the bridegroom. And this is a picture of us at the marriage supper of the Lamb while on earth, Great tribulation has, is taking place. We've already studied that. We don't need to review it. But here's our hope. After these things, John said, I heard a great voice of much people in heaven, that's you and me, saying, Alleluia, salvation and glory and honor and power unto the Lord our God. Can you imagine being in that scene where all the people are praising God and giving Him honor and glory. We live in a time where that is the opposite. Never in my life did I think I would live where Christians are persecuted and ridiculed as much as they are today. So, as I have said throughout this whole series on Revelation, no matter the situation we are in, our future is one of great hope and excitement. And then verse 2 of chapter 19, true and righteous are his judgments. And we must remember that. It's not up to us to judge. He is the judge, and he's watching what's going on. He has judged the great prostitute, that's religion, all forms of religion, which did corrupt the earth with her fornication. And he's avenged the blood of his servants at her hand. Again, they say, Alleluia, and the smoke rose up forever and ever. The four and twenty elders, remember them, and the four beasts, we saw the we saw that scene in chapter 4 where we looked into heaven and we saw the scene that would be before us at the rapture. The four and twenty elders represent the church. The four living creatures are the four mighty angels. They fell down and worshipped God that sat on the throne, and they said, Amen, Alleluia. A voice came out of the throne saying, Praise our God. All ye his servants, and you that fear him, both great and small. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, and the voice of many waters. Many waters is many people from all tribes and nations and kingdoms. And the voice of mighty thunder saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigns. Will that not be exciting? when he takes his rightful place as heir to the throne, fulfilling the promise Gabriel made to his mother Mary at the Annunciation. Let's be glad and rejoice and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife has made herself ready. We should be right now making ourselves ready by keeping our heart with all diligence, by paying attention to our 
words as well as our deeds. To her was granted she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints. We will be clothed in fine white linen, which represents God's righteousness. And again, remember, it's not our righteousness. It's his righteousness that clothes us. In the Garden of Eden, when Adam and Eve sinned and they were cast out, God clothed them with coats of skin. That's the first prediction that you and I would be clothed in God's righteousness. An animal had to shed his blood for God to clothe them with his skin. And Jesus shed his blood so that you and I could be clothed in his righteousness. In verse 9, he said unto me, right, that's John. Blessed are they which are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said unto me, these are the true sayings of God. This marriage supper is going to take place in the future. And those of us that have received Christ as our Lord and Savior will be those many voices praising him, clothed in his righteousness. John fell at his feet to worship him. And he said unto me, Don't do this. I am your fellow servant, and of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus Christ. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Don't worship anybody but God made known to us through Jesus Christ. And then John saw the heaven opened and behold a white horse. Remember in chapter 6, we saw a white horse with a man on it who pretended to be the Messiah, the ruler of the world, and he turned out to be a blasphemer and the political leader of the world that would imitate God and try to take over and rule the nations. Well, this is the real deal. And he that sat upon this horse was called faithful and true, and in righteousness he does judge, and he makes war. Isn't that interesting? You would think if he judged in righteousness, there would be no war. But his judgment declares war on the unrighteous. His eyes were as a flame of fire. That speaks of judgment. And on his head were many crowns. He has deserved them. We have given our crowns to him. Maybe he's wearing our crowns. I don't know. He had a name written that no man knew but he himself. He was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood. The blood that he shed to give you and me the right to be at this place at this time. His name is called the Word of God. Remember in John, we're told that Jesus is the Word, and the Word dwelt among us, and the armies which were in heaven, that's us, followed him on white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And here's the war. Out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, that with it he will smite the nations. 
I want to point out that it's nations. Globalism is not of God. He put us in nations. He wants us to stay there. And when he comes back, he will deal with the nations. He will rule them with a rod of iron. And he treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of God Almighty. Do you know what happens when people tread a winepress? They put the grapes in there, and they used to get on there and walk on it and crush the grapes. This is the way they made the wine in his day. And those people knew what he was talking about. We don't stomp grapes now to make wine. But he is stomping the people who have been against him. And he has on his vesture and on his thigh a name, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. He is stating who he is, and he is coming to take over. I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, Come and gather yourselves together unto the supper of the great God. The next verse is pretty gory. Verse 18, God calls all the birds in the air to come and eat the flesh of the people he has crushed as he tread on them as they did in the winepress. Verse 18, eat the flesh of who? Kings and captains and mighty men and horses, and of them that sit on them, and the flesh of all men, both free and bond, both small and great. You oppose Jesus Christ on this earth after what he's done for us, and you will be destroyed by him at this time. I saw the beasts and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse. The people on the earth are going to make war with the Lord of the universe and against his army. And the beast was taken and with him the false prophet. That's the political leader and the religious leader that we learned of in chapter 6, 7, and 8. They wrought miracles before him with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast, and them that worshipped his image. The political leader and the false prophet of the false messiah at this point in time are cast into the lake of fire, burning with brimstone. The interesting thing about brimstone is it burns and without consuming it is a non-consuming fire. So you are thrown into the lake of fire. You burn throughout all eternity, but you are never consumed. And the remnant were slain with the sword of him that sat upon the horse. That sword proceeds out of his mouth, and all the fowls of the earth were filled with their flesh. God seeks vengeance on those who defy him. You and I don't need to worry 
about the people standing up against our faith in the world today. That's God's business. He's watching. He sees it. And we will be with him and see him crush the people that think they're so great by standing up against the Lord Jesus Christ in this time in the history of mankind. What a wonderful, great chapter to begin the month of April with, the month that contains the celebration of the death and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening. God richly bless you and keep you in his perfect peace.